This is an SM Media production. Hi folks and welcome to the second episode of the SM Media Pro Wrestling Show. I'm Scott McPike, it's an absolute pleasure to be your host as always. Delighted to be joined by in this week's episode, very special guest, Shady Natras. Shady, welcome to the show, it's a pleasure to have you on. Uh, thanks for having us on, I'm uh, I'm uh, excited to, uh, to be chatting with you. Yeah, it's going to be really good. Obviously this show is going to be a little bit different than kind of usual interview show that we do, but we are going to obviously talk about what's happened over the past week. It's been a very busy week, particularly in the UK scene. Clash of the Castle, we first show in 30 years. Shade, it was a great show. Over, yeah. Overall, it was a really enjoyable show from start yeah. to finish. I, I really enjoyed it. I, um, I thought it was a very solid show. Um, a lot better WWE product at the moment. I think I think they've tidied things up. Um, the the camera cuts being reduced and, yeah. and things like that. I think it, it's made a big difference to it. I as well, you mentioned there about the camera cuts. I think it's just an overall. Did you happen to see Triple H's interview with Ariel Hawani? Oh no, I didn't see it. I would recommend watching that because it's probably one of the one of the most refreshing interviews I would say in the the past few years. Obviously, Triple H knows what he wants to do. He knows what he likes. You've seen that with who he's brought back. He's brought back Johnny Gargano, Karrion Cross. There's he knows what he wants. And he knows, I think, he's he's looking at it from a fan's perspective. Like he knows what you and I would like. And I think that's very noticeable, I think. I think it felt like the most pro-wrestling WWE show yeah. for a long time. Even, like, the, the crowd interaction and things, which the UK crowd obviously made a, a big part of that. Um, I don't think the US fans are quite uh, as enthusiastic as the... Is the UK fans, but I think it made a big difference that the wrestlers seem to interact more with the fans, which makes the atmosphere on a whole feel, as I say, a bit more pro wrestling. Yeah, absolutely. I think as well, yeah, it's it's a stadium event. It's the crowd that they're hungry for it, and we've got a really good main event now. It's can it's up in the air whether you like the finish or not. I'm not too sure. I'm going to ask your thoughts. Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre. I'm from the same area as Drew McIntyre, so I thought this was the moment. I thought this was the... I thought it was. It was kind of made... When he kicked out with the two spears, you're thinking, yeah, this is it, this is it. Especially when Theory came down, Tyson Fury obviously got involved. We'll touch on that in a few minutes. But the overall match was a really, really good one. It was really kind of, as you say, kind of edge of your seat stuff. What did you think of the finish? I think it was the right call, or do you think they've missed a chance to kind of make this a huge moment? It's it's a tough one because I think everything was set up for Drew to win, but I also think that the the extension of the bloodline was a good touch, um, and I think the bigger question is if Drew if Drew wasn't the one to beat him on Saturday on Saturday when. Who is the the one to beat him? I don't think you'll have, have a better moment for somebody to to beat him. Can I throw a name at you? Yeah, Cody. 
Yeah. As it, as it set up for Wrestle, for Royal Rumble kind of thing, like the, the Triple H Classic coming back from an injury and winning the Rumble. Because that, ending that reign, I think that was the, that or WrestleMania, they're the only two times. That, that would have made sense. But obviously, the thing is, I think there's obviously a reason that they're going to make it longer. I think as well, you can do so much now with, with that bloodline. Yeah, um, my my thing is, is Cody the man to sit at the top? Is mm. he is he good enough to build your your promotion around? I, I'm I'm not I'm not so sure. Who is who? Uh, who right yeah, now? Exactly, right now, who exactly, would you say like? Exactly, but I think I think the likes of Roman and and Brock and Drew, they're the sort of heavyweights that you want at the top. Um, I think I think if you if you look early on the card with the the Gunter and Sheamus yeah. match, um, I I'd have threw them two in as well as in the mix as the well as them as Roman Brock and Drew, mm-hmm. um, them five would have main event matches as far as I'm concerned, um, yeah, and I think heavyweight matches are where WWE is really um, excelling at the moment. Yeah. I think as well, like, I think we're obviously not going to see Roman as often as we would probably want to because of, I think there's, I think as well, he's, he's carried the company for two years. Like, he's carried it in the, the empty arena time and all that. But I think it was just a moment to, if, even if, I don't want to say, right, let's give Martin Tyler the win. You know, nobody wanted him to win more than me. Nobody wanted him to have that <laughs> moment more than me because he, he was robbed of it. At, yeah. The, Mania with COVID, yeah. But he, it was just so he was kicking out spears. The crowd were, you saw the crowds were absolutely behind them. It felt like it felt like a bot. It felt like a boxing event. Yes. See, like when you yes. when you've got the kind of hometown guy, I know you heard that reaction. You saw the crowd booing Roman, and yeah. that, that's just what I love about Roman Reigns. He's had to obviously build that again to get back to getting the crowd to react for him in a positive way, but they're. The way they're booing him, that's his job. That is what he's doing. And he's done it so well the past couple of years. You what, generally think this guy's unbeatable. What I what I liked about Roman on Saturday was that the fans his his facial expressions, he was he was unsettled by the fans and his body language. And I thought that I thought it was brilliant. I yeah. thought he he absolutely made Drew look like a star by having that reaction. Um and like I mean, I've I've known Drew for a long time since yeah. he was a teenager, um, and I I think Drew was always destined for top of WWE, um, and it would have been it would have been a nice touch him being over here winning the title, mm-hmm. even even if it if it wasn't a long reign, it was it would have been uh, just one of the moments that I think. Uh, it would be it would have been talked about for thirty years, like Bulldog winning at some slam. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Which and I was also at. Were you? <laughs> as, a, but, as a as a young boy, I was there. I was at Wembley Stadium. And you, but you you think of that, and you think the, the parallels are obviously you've got the the home t- the hometown hero against the the foreign conqueror, and, and the the thing is, we'll touch on Tyson Fury, and obviously a huge boxing fan that I am. I just didn't like it. I just didn't like the. It wasn't needed. It wasn't needed. It w- I understand, like if he was going to, if Tyson Fury 
like the earlier thing of him in Roman's locker room. If you're going to do now, Tyson Fury Roman Reigns would be probably. It wouldn't be. It wouldn't be a, obviously a vintage match, but yeah, in terms of headlines, it would. In terms of headlines, it would be wow. I mean, Definitely. so. I just didn't. I think it made Drew look a bit silly as well, coming out and then singing. I, I know it was kind of made the, the fans to go home happy, go home happy, and things like that. But what did it? No, because we're, well, we're still talking about. We're still talking about. <laughs> is it the right or wrong call? So because no. I think it didn't. Everybody was just confused. Yeah. <laughs> it was. Oh, what's happened? <laughs> what, yeah. what, what's happened here? We've gone and from. You, you thought it was going to build to something like I don't know if they're going back to Saudi Arabia. I don't know. I, I would imagine they are probably late October. But if they are, then that seems to be that seems like when I was when Tyson Fury went in the ring, I was thinking, right, okay, he's going to set up him and Roman. Yeah, I think that's not going to be. We're not going to see the. We're not going to see a Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels classic here, but oh. we're going to, it's going to be such a newsworthy. It's going to be yeah. in the front page. Do you know what I mean? It's going to be so yeah. such a spectacle. But it just they shook hands and then he went and picked Drew up, sang with Drew, and that was it. Like, yeah, why? Why did he shake his hand? Yeah, uh, yeah, none of it seemed to make any sense. It was, uh, yeah, it was a bit weird. And I'd, I kind of when I was watching the watching the match and was was really invested in it. When Theory's music hit, I thought that's the way they get out of this. That's the way yeah. they get out because obviously, I don't think they want to pin Drew. I, don't, I certainly don't think they want to pin Roman. Let's have Theory in there. Let's see if we can do it that way. Can I Drew pin Theory? And then you yeah, can because it, I don't think Triple H is saying way out. Yeah, I don't think Triple H is saying to himself, "Yeah, I'm going to make Theory the world champion." I don't think he was a a Triple oh, H project. No. So, <laughs> But that's the thing as well. How do you do that? How yeah, do you no. how do you do that? How do you because well having for, for me having having a heel as uh, money in the bank holder, the need to be beating a face. Yeah, absolutely. And I, if you're going to turn Roman, I wouldn't turn Roman right no. at this point. No, I just I think he's doing the best work of his career. Yeah, oh, he definitely is. Definitely is. He's uh, he's. I've always hated when he gets gets his uh, his little uh, internal monologues in the ring and uh, grabbing the microphone and stuff. But when he grabbed the <coughs> microphone on Saturday, it it was perfect. Yeah, and yeah. I just thought it was brilliant. The the there was obviously other matches in the card we mentioned there. The Gunther versus Sheamus, which I think was the best match in the card, hands down. I it, just thought it was perfect. One one of the best WWE matches I've seen in years. Yeah. He, Easy to say that, and I'm I'm not particularly a big fan of either either man, um. But if if they deliver, they deliver, mm-hmm. <laughs> and the they definitely did. And it's that it's that thing as well. Like you've, that's what you want. You want to see the kind of mid card championships being exposed and all that. And I thought the bringing back Imperium was perfect. I thought yes. that was that worked out. Change my, Pete, my, change my Pete Dunne's name. That's only hang up. My yeah, only issue. My, change Pete Dunne's name. My my only issue with the Imperium thing is is they should have been out first. Because mm-hmm. if you if you build that bring them out first, everybody would have booed them. And then when Sheamus and uh, and Dunne and and Ridge came out, the place would have went just crazy. Mm-hmm. But. There was, I think, a few of the the entrances seemed a bit odd, as in because realistically, a heel should always be out first. Yeah, I've always thought that. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't the way it 
it didn't happen. Like the opening match, they had the they had the um, Askers team come out first. Mm-hmm. Now, I I wondered if that was because they are unsure if damage control can be fully heals without people cheering for them. Yeah, I I think that's fair. I think that's. I mean, that was. I I'm not sure about the damage control thing yet. I think it's obviously it's it's given us a bit of excitement in that division, but. Do, as you say, do people want to boo Bailey? No, but, uh, especially coming back from an injury like that. And she's trying the hardest. She's she, it's it's nothing to do with what she's doing. Yeah, and I think even the fact of uh, Eon uh, Dakota Kai, they people want to cheer them because they're fresh. Yeah, um, I think they need some singles wins, big singles wins to kind of. Have them up to Bailey's level rather than being Bailey's lackeys because they've got so much um, upside to them both. I think uh, hiding them in the background would be uh, a mistake. And I have to be honest, I didn't get the as much as I've been a fan of the way that it seems as if there's been a creative swift in terms of it seems to be more exciting. I didn't understand not giving Eon Dakota the tag the tag titles. Oh, that that whole tournament was a bit of a head scratcher for me. The only way I thought it made sense is if like Sasha and Naomi came back. If that yeah. was the like I don't know. I, I imagine that's the plan because it seems to be kind of the talk that yeah, they're, they're coming back. That's that's the thing. I, I I'm I'm always I'm always a, a bigger picture mm-hmm. um kind of wrestling fan but at the same time you need it, it has to happen you can't you can't go okay well i'll just see see where they're going with it and sometimes they just drag things out and you think they don't know where they're going with this mm, yeah. and that's that's where you've got kind of got a, you've got to have a, have an ending to your story whatever it is yeah. um, and but the same could be said for, for roman unless it's cody that they maybe haven't got a, an end game for for roman so I just think that was. I, I just. I, I don't know. I just. I think that was. I, it must be Cody because it can't be. I can't think who else it could be. I mean, do, do oh. you put? Do you bring back Randy? Do you push Riddle? I mean, we'll touch on Riddle and Seth Rollins. I thought that was. That was that being built towards a Hell in a Cell type of thing, which is I think the next event they've got. Uh, Extreme it, Rules is next. Extreme Rules. It feels. It feels like it's going towards some sort of like. Yeah, bath, shall we yeah, say? Some sort of gimmick match. Definitely. But I've got, I've been quite liking that. I thought, I thought the, I thought the way that obviously you know there's personal. I think there's personal animosity yes. there. I think that absolutely is. I, I'm, I'm not a big fan of Riddle because I don't, I don't get him. I, it, he's as a, as a whole, um, his, his style, his character, everything. It, for me, it doesn't, it, it doesn't melt mold together for me. Yeah. But I think. Rollins has um he's kind of evolved into a brilliant uh old old school type wrestling villain. Mm-hmm. He's he's over the top. He's he's um even if you don't hate him, you go oh, he's oh, you're, just, just, you're quite annoying, yeah, like that. Yeah, uh, he's just I, I I can't like you because you're you're arrogant, you you know what I mean that but that's that's his that's, that's what you want, yeah. That's what, that's what he's meant to be. Um even like the, the 
they're wearing the costumes and his his outfits and stuff. They're over the top because he's a wrestling villain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Rest, yeah. Wrestlers in the eighties were over the top. Yeah, and and I think like I, uh, Rollins is another one. I'm not a massive fan on, but he, as I say, he's he's doing his his job perfectly, and I think he's uh, not being at the top of the card is doing him wonders. Yeah, I think it's just I think he's going to be the the kind of workhorse that you saw with Cody. They carried they carried that yeah that kind of feud. He's going to I think he's going to do the same with Riddle. It's just it's he's he's making everything you must see and that's what you want. Yeah. The next one I want to talk about was uh, Liv Morgan, Shayna Baszler. Now it seemed to be like it was we were going to get a Ronda Rousey interfering. She was going to cause destruction. I didn't see that. It was clean. I was surprised. I was surprised. I thought we would either see Rousey causing a no contest and something happening with Baszler and Rousey. Or, but I, just, I, For me, I'm not... Um... I'm not convinced by Liv as a champion. Um, mm. She she's she's trying, but especially against Shayna, it's not believable. Yeah, um, and I don't think the finish did Shayna any favors. No, it doesn't. It absolutely um, didn't. And I I was desperate to see her getting a right push and be booked to how she was in NXT as a kind of. And that's why I was thinking this is going to be like because I don't think they'll take the title off Liv, and I think they'll maybe move away from Rousey. I think they'll maybe go do something with Rousey and Baszler. It just seemed as if what do you do now? How do you uh, bring Rousey into that mix? Charlotte Flair's going to come back in. Who are you building from SmackDown to be next? And the thing, the thing was what they could have done for me was, um, I'd I'd have believed some sort of <coughs> count out win for, for Shayna because Liv was too beaten up. Yeah. Was, and it I think that would have made both sides uh both sides would have gained from that because I think Liv being on the smaller side, especially to Shayna, um I think having she's the, the fans should be showing sympathy to her. Mm-hmm. And there was none of that. No. And and like even going in with with a severe arm injury, like she was, it it wasn't there. And yeah, I just think it was a, a big part that was missing. Um, but yeah, it was the the match was possible. It was. It was, it was fine. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah. It was just uh, you were waiting on something happening, and I was thinking just when's that? How how are they going to do this? Because I mean, Rousey was out on Friday night and SmackDown, kind of. I don't like causing destruction, and that's I want that from Ronda Rousey. I'm not Ronda Rousey isn't going to be the person who's going to give you twenty minute promos. So have her be what she is, the the baddest woman on the planet. Be have her be the anti authority. Have her have her be that something different. You're not. It's what was the what was the purpose of that on Friday if you're not going to do that Sunday? And I'm not criticizing. I imagine there's a plan for that, but. I think that we're going to see a, wee, a a problem. I think there's a lot of things that Triple H wants to fix, but he can't yet because how do you how do you do it so quickly? You can't. You're just going to confuse the, the viewer. Yeah, yeah. It, it, when when he does make the changes, they need to make sense, or else yeah. there's no point doing them. Yeah, absolutely. One change that did happen: Dominic Mysterio finally turned on his father. 
Now, I thought this match was fine. I actually thought it was oh, I really it good. Was, I thought it was um, a great match. It was it was just a, a solid tag team match, yeah. and I thought um, I thought Priest is better as a tag partner rather than yeah. as a wrestler. I think it it hides his uh, his weaknesses, and definitely he can get all of his good stuff in. Uh, you know what I mean? You know what you're going to get from Bala Edge and Rey Mysterio. Yeah. It's, um, but yeah, I thought everything everything was fine. And I loved Rey's uh, dive onto Rhea. I thought, that yeah. was, I thought that was brilliant. Yeah, I thought it was... I, I love Rhea Ripley. I think Rhea Ripley is just a, she's amazing <laughs> at what she's done. And see the, see when they turned an edge... She was a, she was the best thing about that because with just the facials and then she's just built built on it. She's I mean she's just perfect for that role. That role. See when the the mate they were bringing up the Judgment Day and they were mentioning her. I'm like that is exactly what she needs. That's yeah. the best thing for her, and I think she's going to thrive. And it, and it fits. And being being in there with Bala Edge Ray, she's going to work. It's only going to make her better. And Absolutely. this same, same for Priest as well. It'll, It'll make make him better. Um, my my issue with Dominic is he hasn't really got any better. No, no. But for for being in the the position that he's been in, he he should have improved a lot more than he has, which which is a shame. But as I say, whether there's a, a bigger picture to to getting something out of. Ray, I don't know. Do you think he's? Do you think it's going to be father versus son, or do you think it's going to be like this evil he, evil group are going to try and get? Why did they? They've tried it. Why? Why yeah. now is he changed it? I get if you're going to. I think the way they're going to do it is why wasn't I picked as a tag team partner? Why did you go to Edge? Why did you go to this old guy? Yeah, yeah. I think. Um, if you this... do that, that's fine. But we need to. I'm not comfortable that Dominic Mysterio is going to carry a programme because Ray's not a great talker. No, no. So, how do you do it? And and is that why they've got, got him with Judgment Day kind of have them again, do, again. Do the promos? But that's, a, that's a, the other thing as well. Ripley's only really, um, Priest isn't great at talking. Finn Balor, I haven't, I've never, brilliant, brilliant in ring. Yeah. But as that's, a talker. And, only, but then you put in you're putting them to the back for the actual match, so mm. yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit. It's, um, it's a weird one. Yeah. It's a weird one, but the whole event was obviously brilliant for the UK wrestling scene. You said you were there '92 for SummerSlam. Watching that event, did it feel just what we've needed for 30 years? Just that the UK crowd getting their moment because it just it was so, just it felt <laughs> so much like a big event. It it felt special. Um and like when like when it is WrestleMania, everybody's excited for the event, and it was it was nice to feel, um, like you see all all the, the likes of social media all being a, around the event, even if they weren't at the show, they were yeah. they were talking about it. The, <coughs> there was nothing particularly negative going on about it, which. Was a was a really good thing because uh, we we all know how wrestling can be. <laughs> felt, yeah, exactly, and that's the thing. Like 
spreading WrestleMania over two nights has helped because you've not got this tired crowd who are six who are I mean if that if that event was five hours long, I don't think we see that I think we see it because I drew. But yeah. I think when you you see a tired crowd, the crowd were up for everything. The crowd that's that's what you want. You want you don't want the keeping that I thought three and a half hours was perfect to be honest. Just the whole time I thought the all the matches kind of flew in. I think I think the live match was the first one where the crowd came down. Yeah, I think and, so. But I think they came alive as soon as they heard the Edge's music and yeah, all that. It, it, came, it, it, was just... it came back up. It, yeah. it definitely did. And um, and yeah, it was like as I say, as I said before, the the fans helped make it because of the interactions, which we all we all know that they were kind of uh, the wrestlers have been in the past told not to interact with the fans. Yeah, and it that's. It's part of wrestling, yeah. that the the uh, interaction, and I thought it, it was brilliant. What about going forward? Do you have an annual UK event, or do we do we think there's a WrestleMania? Do you th- how do you do? You want a WrestleMania? Do you want? Because I I think it would just be I like the idea of once a year you're coming to the UK, yeah. As opposed to doing a WrestleMania, you can make it your own WrestleMania in a way. Yeah. It, 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 it would it would definitely um i think it would make it a, a, a more special occasion if it was uh, a regular thing mm-hmm. um rather than do, do you have one big money wrestlemania moment or do you come back every year for a regular big crowd yeah, yeah it's um the the demand for it would go up having a a yearly one because if you have a WrestleMania anybody that doesn't get tickets that's kind of you're done there you've you've lost custom yeah. whereas if the no oh I can't get tickets for for this year go next I'll year get, I'll have to go next year yeah I think it'll make a demand for it I think there's so much as well that you card the thought was perfect for the what they wanted to do, but you've got so many venues around the UK, you can do it. Wembley, yeah. Old Trafford, Etihad, even up here, you've got three yeah. stadiums. Like There's so much you can do. The one thing I want to touch on that Triple H did say that I think is a wee bearing in the UK scene is the, the NXT Europe. It's going to be more, I think, a reboot as opposed to a complete scrap. I think you're still going to see a lot of the UK talent that are there. I think as well, we're going to see like World Cup ideas. Well, like, I think they're going to do NXT India, NXT kind of Mexico. It seems to kind of all be linking to kind of one, like the Triple H said about that. What we what the main roster is is the NFL, and we're going to have all these colleges. That seems to be the right way to do it because you've so much talent in the UK and across Europe that are going to thrive in that environment and make the step up. Yeah, um, I think it's. It's just a bit strange for me how it's they've kind of put a full stop on the end of NXT UK. It it just kind of, it just kind of felt like they gave up on it, mm. like the way that they finished it off. Yeah, it that it's, it was just a bit scrappy, like uh, Tyler Bate being on the TV with the title when if you watched NXT UK, he hadn't won it yet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 
little little things like that. It was just a bit, yeah. It was a bit um, messy for what the for what they could have done with it. See, like obviously, some of the the guys that have been kind of let go from that scene that are now in the. Do you, do you worry for them, or do you think this will be a perfect opportunity for them to kind of thrive again? How do you think that's going to well, work? Well, I think you, there's there's positives from either way for them, really, because um, them being back on the scene is obviously adds more high quality talent to to an already uh, really good scene. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think that it'll help improve the talent at the moment. Yeah. That's on the British scene because uh, there's things that these uh, ex-NXT UK wrestlers will be able to pass on that would help wrestlers get better for if they were to go to WWE or, or just improvement in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, getting, getting wrestlers TV ready, as they say, um, it would definitely help. Yeah, absolutely. But, well, obviously that's been, we've kind of touched on, obviously, the big events taking place over the week. We'll touch on your career. Both. Obviously, you're Kalil born and bred, is that right? That's right, yeah. How How is that, like, kind of, how would you kind of get into the business? How did the first kind of idea that you could that you could do this? I know, obviously, you, you said you were a fan growing up. Like, when did it become a reality that well, this is something I could do? I I have three brothers, so obviously, growing up watching wrestling, we uh, trashed the house a few times. Mm-hmm. Um, and it will have been ninety nine when I um, I'll have been sixteen. And that was kind of okay. I'll, if it's just something that we can do, we'll go and we'll find somewhere to do it. Unfortunately, there was only really Hammerlock in Kent, right? That was around, and that was uh, a bit too much of a trek for, for mm-hmm. us to do at that time. Um, and we found a school in Blackpool in one of the magazines, maybe a power slam, right? Um, and to be honest, we got well and truly ripped off. But we got started and we got the bug. And from there, we moved to a school in Stoke. Uh, and that was, you know what I mean, a three-hour three hour drive, five hours training on mats, and then three hours back. Um, but it was what we wanted to do. Yeah. And I think a, a big difference between then and now is if you wanted to be a wrestler, you had to want to be a wrestler. Mm-hmm. Whereas now it's a bit easier, which isn't always the best for, as I say, you, you need to want it to be really good at it. Um, and yeah, it just, it, that's where we started on shows and that was Labine. 2001 was my first show. Um, so 21 years in the, in the business for me. <laughs> who were they? Who were they? Kind of early matches, like like who was who was kind of helping you along the way up until that point? Can I get to a, a stage where you could get in the ring? Um, we we had the likes of Dean Allmark, who was still young himself, because I think Dean's the same age as me. Um, but he he was there just before he started his All Star run. Um, uh, Mikey Whiplash. Mm-hmm. Um, Keith Myatt was a big uh, a big help for us and. Uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was rough back then because little things that people take for granted now, like we didn't even get a, a match time 
all we got told was um, this person is is going over, right? <laughs> and then you just went in blind. Yeah. Um, but it 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 means that like now that we do have all this more information, it makes it a lot easier. Um, but yeah, you you kind of had to learn on uh, as you go, and as I say, with the likes of Keith Meyer, who was a, a massively uh, experienced wrestler. Um, it was you. You learned every time you were in the ring, and it was uh, yeah. It was the matches weren't the best. I can uh, I can quite happily uh, put my hands up and say that. But it got us. It got us where we wanted to be, and that was our foot in the door. Yeah, absolutely. What's it like? Obviously, at that stage, you're trying to, the big thing. Obviously, with wrestling, is you've got to build that rapport with the crowd because they're the they're the reason you're there. Basically, they're the what. What's that like at that early stage, and how do you keep that going? It, it's it's strange because um, I think going back to being a, a young fan, the whole wrestling being real and fake never was. It wasn't anything that really bothered me. I, di- I, I didn't question it because I didn't really care. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, and I think you kind of got we kind of picked up early. Um, you need the fans. Um, and whether, even if it's just, um, if you're a heel, do, do some cheating. It doesn't mean little things like that. Uh, if, if, you, if you're, the, you're the face, you need to get them behind you. Little things that a lot of wrestlers overlook. We kind of had that early on. Um, but to be honest, it wasn't until 14 years in where I kind of got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it it was uh, it was a strange thing because um I think I had tried having good matches for so long, but I overlooked the crowd being important to the match being good. Mm-hmm. Um and I was actually wrestling, it was the first time I wrestled Paul London right. and and like Paul's now like one of my best friends. Um and we had a moment in the match and like he had he nearly broke my arm early on in the match. Um and I had said trying to keep us going. Um and we carried on the match and at one point I had uh, I went for a pin and he had kicked out and I was sat in the ring and I wasn't doing like anything. And the crowd were reacting, and I kind of went, "Oh!" <laughs> and then it was it it was that whole um, slowing down. And you you you've always got to do it slower, and yeah. And it kind of that's where when it sat in for us, and kind of okay, I know what I'm doing now. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it was it was it was strange how it worked, and and now I'm like the fans are. Are, are the match for me. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, anybody that's seen me wrestle knows uh, I hate wrestling fans. Um, and and people people overlook it and I, I've been told, oh, I hate wrestling fans, isn't a gimmick. And then they watch me wrestle and then go, I see what you mean. <laughs> and it, it, it's that simple. It's it's something that connects me to, to the fans right away rather than just... Um, having a character that's about me, mm-hmm. 
I, I connect to the fans right away. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's it. Just it just makes it easier once uh, once you you have the confidence to to let them in. Yeah. What about target wrestling? Obviously, that was kind of mainly set up in Carlisle. What's how's that kind of been for you? And how obviously, like you must obviously have a kind of personal aspect in that. Like how how important yeah. has that been to kind of see that develop as well? Um. Yeah. It's it's been it's been a, a big thing and. Um, I've had some huge matches there, and I, um, considering I'm I'm from Carlisle, and you you always say about the hometown town heroes and all that, and I'm probably being the biggest heel in, <laughs> in Carlisle that there's been, but it's it's worked, and even that came about from wrestling imports. And people have seen on TV, mm-hmm. um, and it was such it was such a simple transition, but um, people see seen these names on TV and cheered them when they appeared in Carlisle. Yeah, and that, my argument was, I'm from Carlisle, and you're cheering him, mm-hmm. and yeah. having that having that believable turn it it kind of I had a connection again with the fans right away and it was uh yeah it's there's been some big matches I, I got to wrestle my uh my uh, childhood uh, favorite Al Snow Did you? um and that was uh that was a moment um yeah I was very happy with that I see that that thing as well like obviously in the the kind of early stages that you, you want to wrestle your heroes, but see when you're kind of at the stage later on where you've, as you say, you've had 21 years experience, do you kind of like the fact that you're wrestling, going to wrestle young up-and-coming talent because you know that you're, you see an opportunity to kind of skyrocket them? Is that kind of make sense? Like, do you, yes. do you, do you see the other way it kind of works? Like, absolutely, absolutely. And uh, at the moment, I'm doing a lot for, for PCW uh, in Preston, mm-hmm. uh, working with a lot of their less experienced wrestlers. And I'm, I'm like, I'm kind of relishing in my role as the, uh, the veteran and yeah. being able to help, um, help them. And a lot of the time, you can only tell tell a wrestler so many times without them being in the ring and understanding it. Mm-hmm. So getting in the ring with some of these these uh, wrestlers is a big um, a big help for them mm-hmm. because they can kind of realize, okay, well that's what that's what I need to do in this situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's like. As I say, I'm I'm enjoying it. I'm, I've I've got the experience that I can pass on, help to to a lot of wrestlers. And I didn't have that op- that opportunity when I was starting. There was there wasn't a lot of uh, of knowledge passed on. Mm-hmm. So like we we never get got taught anything about like psychology and things yeah. like that. Um, and having people kind of explain things makes uh, gives people a, a bit of a head start in the career um learning these things like two or three years in means that the the six or seven years down the line 
where you would normally pick them up, you've already got them, uh, you've already got that experience. So it's, uh, yeah, I, I enjoy helping, helping mm-hmm. them because pro, pro wrestling is so negative. Um, and my, my argument is we like wrestling, so why, why, <laughs> why, why are we so negative about it? If, if as fans, we can't tell people the good things, why would the general public want to watch? Mm. And that should always be the, the big aim is to get more people to watch wrestling. Yeah, um, And yeah, it's like, you say they're not going to watch it if you keep telling them how rubbish it is. No, exactly. <laughs> What's your kind of future ambitions in the, in the business? Like obviously it's, are you kind of looking at maybe going into the next step of coaching or what's your kind of next thought? Um, just, just keep going, keep going until I stop. Really, I've, uh, I have my first uh, overseas booking in November. I'm uh, booked for an event in Tampa. Very good. Uh, and I'm like so excited for that because mm-hmm. yeah, I never actually thought that I'd be getting to wrestle in the states, and not not because of of my ability. I just I understand that um, having to, to pay a wrestler to come from the UK to the US is expensive. Yeah. And that's <laughs> and that's what it comes down to. It always comes down to money. Um, and yeah, the, they're willing to, to fly me out there. So I'm, uh, I'm, I'm excited to do that, definitely. Brilliant. Well, we're wishing you all the best for that. We're going to close in the quick fire round. We put you in the spot. Are you good to be put in the yeah. spot? Right. Who's some of the? Give us three of the best opponents you've ever worked with. Uh, Paul London, uh, Roderick Strong, and um, I'll go Jeff Cobb. Very good. Dream opponent. Um, AJ Styles or Johnny Gargano. What's the favourite match you've ever seen? Like, what's a match either at it or on the TV? You thought that's what that's the best match I've ever seen. Uh, best match I, I've seen in person was uh, Shingo versus Yokosuka at uh, one of the Dragon Gate shows in the UK, and it was yeah, it was it just blew my mind with how good it was. Mm-hmm. Very good. Favorite match of your own? Um. It's it's hard to say because I'm uh, I'm very much uh, my own biggest critic. But uh, earlier this year, I wrestled uh, Priscilla uh, at PCW for the title, and it was like it made me realise how much I love wrestling. Mm-hmm. And it just we we just worked together really well. And like when you when you're driving home and you just amped up from it it's like yeah uh, I love this and so yeah that was that's that's a one that stands out for me recently brilliant who's your favourite wrestler of all time uh, Al Snow definitely favourite uh, dream promotion to work in oh, probably Dragon Gate Dragon Gate very good dream arena um, Brighton Park <laughs> um, I'd probably say um, Madison Square Garden just for it's it's one of those those iconic uh, venues isn't it yeah, so, absolutely, yeah absolutely final question WWE or AEW 
I'd probably say WWE. Uh, I, I enjoy both because I just, as I say, I, I love wrestling and um, there's, there's I, do, I don't enjoy all of it. There's mm-hmm. stuff I like and there's stuff I don't like. But WWE, it's, it's been there the whole time, hasn't it? So <laughs> there's, uh, there's more for me to, to enjoy through that. So yeah, I must say I'm happy watching either, but I'd, I'd go WWE. Brilliant. Shady, it's been an absolute pleasure to be on the show. Thank you very much for joining me. It's been really good. No problem. Pleasure. Thank you very much. Thanks very much to everyone that's tuned in. Please join us on our next episode. We will do an all-out review and we will talk to another wrestler in the pro wrestling business. Thank you very much. We'll see you soon. Cheers. (laughs) 